So a lot of people don't even align a revolutionary with the family unit being the the, the base unit of a full society. First of all, yes. first of all, but then on the other hand, a lot of people who claim to be revolutionaries don't even do that. I'm talking about even black revolutionaries. I'm talking about men who have children everywhere and women who have children everywhere, like ju just haven't held the family unit together. And they're talking about their revolutionaries. So on both sides of it, you have people who have neglected the family. Oh. For my peoples one time What up, what up, what up Hello, everyone. Welcome What's back up? ladies and gentlemen You are listening live You're here with us if you're alive, you're with us <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that yeah, up Yeah, we're alive, <laughs> we're not live This is Across the Intersection Podcast This is AJ, I'm here with Avery and Eve hey, Well, guys. we have eternal life then I guess you are alive. If you're yeah. hearing this from the grave, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the grave. You can sponsor me anytime. Sheol, Sheol, oh, Sheol. Oh, yeah, refer to as hell, Hades, yeah. Sheol. We started off Bibly today, y'all. Yeah. So uh, oh. we are we are back oh. in the we are back in the business. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. If you are on iTunes, please go hit us up with all five of those stars. Man, that's like. Uh, Kind of rigging the system a little bit, huh? You yeah, bro. Say, you know, um, um, uh, awarded with the stars in which you feel. Oh, you think I want their opinion? Nah, bro. <laughs> I want five. <laughs> you think I want your opinion? No, nah, we would. Uh, we would hope that your opinion is five stars. So go ahead. If you don't have five stars, go ahead and keep that opinion to yourself. <laughs> go ahead, keep, keep that joke to yourself, player. Anyway, of the five star rate. Huh? <laughs> Right, this is Across the Intersection Podcast, home of the five-star iTunes rating. Just email me. <laughs> you don't got five-star. Um, you can uh, follow us on social media. Uh, hit us up at Across This on Twitter um, and Across This One on the Gram and Across the Intersection on Facebook. I am at Divinimus on all platforms. And I'm at E to the V to the... Oh, that's right. That's right. I saw that. You switched it up. I saw that. He's like, do you. On oh, Twitter. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Okay. Do as thou wilt, huh? Yeah, there it is. All right. Russell so, Simmons. Yes, sir. So we are we are back in it again. We are. Alistair Crowley. What? Alistair Do as thou wilt. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Russell Simmons. Do so, you. Uh, here we go. <laughs> do your Russell truth. Simmons, do your truth. Do your truth. Yeah, lowercase, lowercase <laughs> T. Yeah. Lowercase T. Russell Simmons is an interesting character. At some point, we're going to have to dive into him. Uncle Russ? Isn't that yeah, what they call him? Uncle just, Russ? He's an interesting think, guy. How are you going to have your truth? Does that make any sense to you? It your makes truth? Sense to Relative, man. Relative is <laughs> like, it, Isn't it just, isn't it truth? No. Your truth. Amen. Nope. Okay. There is no objective. Your truth, your lies. So it's all, you know. it's all relative. Everything huh? is relative, including okay. the statement. Yeah. I see. Everything is relative, including the statement. Including that statement. One plus one equals whatever it is you want it to be, huh? 47. <laughs> right. At, at that time. Okay. Right. Got it. If I woke up with a headache, it equals 47. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we are. We are <laughs> well, that's your truth. Yeah, there we so. are. So welcome to Babel Talk. We are your ah. hosts. <laughs> when them ride it. <laughs> so uh we are here discussing that now now welcome uh welcome back folks we are here getting it in it's uh we are in the middle of march so it is women's history month right i and thought so, you i thought we weren't gonna mention that oh man ladies y'all heard that y'all heard that here uh-oh y'all heard that from y'all heard that from him not uh -oh. me yeah. shout out to ladies yes oh, shout out to ladies you're really working ladies, that five star yeah aren't you? brother ladies you can sponsor me anytime 51 of anytime. the population 51 it's more ladies than there are men and they are usually smarter than us so 
Now we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Women's History Month. You know, go out and learn yourself something about uh, important women in history. Go out and support programs that help women out. And, um, you know, generally just stop treating women like crap. How about we do that, fellas? I was uh, listening to a comedian one time. He uh, was telling a joke about a study he had read. And he said, he was like, it was talking about all of the um, number one killers of men, like, you know, prostate cancer, heart attack, all that kind of stuff. He was like, these, those things are like crazy. Those are the number one killers of men. He's like, you know what the number one killer of women is? He was like, men. It was a joke. But anyways, mm, I guess it wasn't that funny. That was probably too soon for something. Too soon. <laughs> for some for some occasion. So, But I still like to say, uh, guys, let's let's treat ladies better. How about we, we uh, try to do that? How about we try to be a better And ladies, you know, if dudes aren't treating you well, dip. I mean, what what can I say? Mm. You know? Well, you know. Dip. You heard it here okay. first. So I'm not going to. She all about breaking up happy homes. No, uh, well, oh, know, yeah. Happy I'm, homes, right? I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to pander. I'm like, you know, you got to treat yourselves better, too. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, but that's still no excuse for somebody to treat you badly. Well, yeah, it's you not. Know? Only Steve you, Harvey loves to paint men as r- reactors and just ooga booga, you know, people, primates, you know. However, the woman treats herself. See, that's an invitation for me. It's like, um, you have a why, mind of your own. Well, I mean, that's why you should treat yourself better. So, you Oh, know. there's no doubt about that, but yeah. still still no treat others better treat yourself better you know treat others as the way you'd like to be treated where'd that come from I don't know, man. We're You're just, just making it up. I'm just making it up. You need to write that as, down, as, man. As I go along. You're coming yeah. off the dome, you know? Yeah, coming you off need the to dome. write that do down. Do unto others, man. You know, it's a good King James. Do unto others Ooh. as thou was haveth them do unto thou. Oh, LeBron <laughs> wrote that? Okay. <laughs> got it. Woo! Avery getting better with his segues. So we're just going to go ahead and <laughs> ride that segue on into the sunset. So so um, if you guys have been under a rock, um, you would not have heard about this. If you follow the NBA, it's actually um, offensive to um, cave dwellers. Are people under rocks. I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize. To you got to be inclusive, bro. Like, what is it? If I offend, if my statement offended you, <laughs> I am sorry. Got to be inclusive. Under rock. People that live in bunkers, man. Yeah. Um, but last last month at the NBA All Star Game, um, just before the game, so there was an interview. Um, After Kerry, well, no, no, the first the Kerry oh, Champion. I, I, so Kerry Champion. Um, Carrie Champion, you know her, uh, black female, one of the anchors of SportsCenter, recently departed on ESPN. Um, she was interviewing LeBron and KD in the Uber, as if she drives Uber. We all know that none of, none of the three of them are riding Ubers. Right. But maybe Carrie is. I know KD and LeBron are not. <laughs> I don't know what Carrie's money is looking like. Carrie can sponsor us anytime, though. Um, so they're in an the Uber. She's talking to him about basketball stuff and this, that. And then the conversation turns political. And, of course, we know LeBron James had endorsed Hillary Clinton during the um, election cycle a year and a half ago, two years ago. And so we 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 know his stance is on 45. And so he says what he says. And then a Fox News anchor by the name of Laura Ingram, she comes out, of course. You know, she's going to lambast LeBron because she's not – a fan of anybody who bashes 45, which most of those cats on Fox are not. And at the end of her, you know, diatribe about Mr. James, she says, and to quote blankety blank, which I believe it was Scott Bale from the Republican National Convention <laughs> in 2016. If you quote Scott Bale, by the way, you have you fallen down. Shout there. out to Charles in charge. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Charles not in charge. Um, so she says, but at, at the end of her little rant about LeBron, she then says, um, why don't you just shut up and dribble? To quote Mr. Scott, shut up and dribble. Um, so then t- to that, when LeBron is asked about it at NBA All-Star Weekend, right? He says, oh, LeBron, what do you think about this? He says, well, I will not just shut up and dribble. Um, you know, there are too many kids who look up to me. 
you know, this, that, and the third. And, you know, his his whole point was as, you know, most of the cats are in 2018, as they were in 2017 and 16. Uh, you know, we're in a we're in a wokish society. Wokish, you know, there's a new Emphasis on the ish. Right, yeah, all trademark that. Well, no, I think Marlon Wayne. Yeah, somebody did snatched that. it. He got it, a new uh, a thing Netflix, on Netflix special. I actually saw Wolfish. it on Netflix. Not, I didn't see it, but I saw it on you know among. among Don't worry, the, you're not missing nothing. Oh, really? It wasn't even lame. all that. that oh, really? So he's not good with stand. So stand up is not his strong. I don't suit. consider them cats funny at all. Anyway, like the Wayans, it's like it's lowbrow comedy. So it's like uh, you know, it's, yeah. is it slapstick? I guess there's it's, nobody it's from not the even slap, that. but. It's like trying to do in living color humor twenty five years after the show. It's kind of like, yo, that don't. And plus, uh, it's a different genre. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> so you're not missing nothing. But anyway, so he, you know, makes those statements. I would not shut up and drip. It becomes a hashtag, and I think Dwayne Wade jumps on the band. You know, a lot of people jump on the bandwagon. Yo, we're banana not just boat bandwagon. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> the banana boat posse. Yeah. You know, they all like we are. We we not just gonna shut up and dribble. So every time something has popped up in the last couple of weeks, if you are on social media, if you're listening to these guys talk, oh, see, this is why we're not just gonna shut up and dribble, right? Every time something else pops off, it's like this is why we're not gonna shut up and dribble. Um, but then, uh, and you guys can thank Mr. Avery over here for this. So there was an article written that uh, Avery shot over to me from the Inquisitor, um, written by a cat by the name of Robert Jonathan. Mr. Two First Names himself, <laughs> um, that says um, that LeBron's calls for equality and, you know, his chance and whatnot for equality. And the shoes. Are, can, can run kind of hollow, can run kind of hypocritical. Um, because, as, you know, for many of those who might not know, LeBron James has a very lucrative uh, endorsement contract with Nike, the number one shoemaker in the United States and globally yeah, as well. It's the biggest endorsement contract they've ever extended to anyone. Yeah, it's a lifetime contract worth and, and, roughly a billion dollars. Yeah, so 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 as people say, and by lifetime, of course that's air quotes because as we know, as we know, LeBron never not has his, a no trade clause. So I'm <laughs> I'm quite sure there's a hatch clause in there that says he you know if you, yo come on he could jump ship absolutely yeah that lifetime is probably like you know nine years or 15 years or something it's got anyway. lifetime and air quotes on exactly his uh-huh but it's like life in prison is like 20 years but anyway but you know just to, to to give you a backdrop so nike i looked these you know stats up nike owns not owns but controls like 51 percent of the u.s shoe market which is crazy, and I think it's like 35% of the global shoe market Nike mm-hmm. owns, which is a humongous market share of, mm-hmm. any, of, of, of any market. Yeah, if you're in any market, in any industry, and you have 51% control of the industry, that is crazy. So, you know... Should be broken up, but anyway. Well, I guess I'm wondering if it's even considered a monopoly at that point, in which case, of course, we do have legislation surrounding mm-hmm. when monopolies need to be broken. But what percentage of the market share makes it a monopoly? I don't know. Well, I think that Nike, I mean, obviously this is smart business because if you dig into that 51%, uh, uh-huh. 35% of it is Nike, but like 16 or 17 of it is Jordan brand. And yeah. for those of you who don't know, Michael Jordan used to be with Nike. Well, he still is, he still but is. he now has Jordan brand. Well, he which sold is a his likeness. He sold his likeness. The Jumpman logo, the company. yeah. He sold it's his a, name, is what he did. He sold his name, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, he sold his likeness, yeah, to that. Called the Jordan brand. And he gets a royalty, but he doesn't run the company. He doesn't run Jordan brand? He doesn't brand? own it, no. Mm-hmm. Who owns Jordan brand? Nike, Phil Knight? Nike, well... 
Nike. I thought it was just a, a subsidiary of Nike. That's what a subsidiary but means. But I'm saying, like, but he would still run the Jordan he brand. He does not company. run the Jordan brand. He runs the Charlotte Hornets and <laughs> other companies. But okay. he, he does not run Jordan brand. It's okay. just his likeness. Okay. It's just his name. So the Jordan and he brand. He has influence, obviously, but it's, he, doesn't, he doesn't own or run that company. Wow. I, I mean, I know he didn't own it, but I thought he you know, still ran the, the day-to-day operations. No, but, no, he doesn't. Um, but it's a subsidiary Nike, and it is about another 16 or 17%. Yeah. So when you combine all of that, then that's where you get be. the 51%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still overall owned, but to, to, anyway, you can continue. Well, no, I'm just, it's I was holding. just throwing that out there yeah. as a yeah. as a backdrop now right, right, right. to Mr. That's Jonathan's. That's how you get to the 51%. That's how you get right. the 51%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mr. Jonathan's article in The Inquisitor mm-hmm. says that um, if LeBron was truly about equality and the things in which he pro, you know, proclaims um, in terms of all the things he, he wants to see for progress being made in society, he would not allow uh, his shoes to continue to be made by slave labor overseas and, you know, Propped up in the ghetto where folks are killing each other to get his shoes. I mean, for those of you who don't know, LeBron's shoes are one of the most expensive on the market. $150, $200 a pair of, you know, of shoes. Um, more than that. And sometimes more than that, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to get the, like, the exclusive yeah, ones, yeah, it, it could be three, dollars $400 mm-hmm. a, a shoe. Yep. Um, so I, I guess then, is it hypocritical for LeBron James to, on one hand, say, yo, equality... I'm not down with 45 police brutality, you know, that 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 whole kind of woke mindset. But on the flip side, continue to cash checks from Phil Knight and the, and the boys up in the Northwest, right, um, <laughs> that have essentially built their empire on bodies. You know, whether it's slave labor, child labor overseas, or, you know, the bodies of, you know, little brown boys and girls that have killed themselves to get Jordans at midnight releases. What, yeah, what? midnight releases are during the day, phone posits, Jordans, and LeBrons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here in the United States. So you are saying it is hypocritical. So you're saying it is hypocritical. Of- well, what I'm saying is that, you know, you got a lot of low-hanging fruit. Like, you don't have to wait <laughs> to, you know, I can't breathe hashtag to be able to, to try to you know, talk about uh, di- the disparity and how um, the the principalities are, uh, <clears throat> by principality, I mean a, a, a dominion run by a prince, the principality of the United States is, uh, you know, against people that look like you. Like, you don't have to wait to that. Um, there has been an ongoing conversation that was big in the 90s uh, and even in the 2000s, um, not as big. But certainly, uh, certainly has been going on about Nike's labor practices. Not again, not just overseas, but it happens here. The materialism that is embedded into the community in which that LeBron James comes right. from, the weaponized public relations that happens from uh, from from Nike through their uh, advertising agency of Wider and Kennedy, which a lot of people don't know who that is, uh, but they they're the ones that created and they get with spike lee and they do all of these you know it's got to be the shoes commercials and the lebrons remember that when it was like lebron james family of all these different lebrons yeah 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 um, little little penny uh um i am not a role model charles barkley uh <clears throat> um tiger woods uh you know um earl woods i'm disappointed in you all, all those commercials all that stuff that that has nike slapped on it and it just 
makes um, this community, community with LeBron James, it ingratiates that product more and more to them, and they keep spending way more money than they have on something they don't need, they only want. He could speak out against that stuff. And I, I, I actually think that that would be an easier sell for him than to just be like, you know, I got all these kids looking up to me. Okay, well, that's all very good, and you give away, you know, some shoes. And shout out to him. Shout out to him um, paying for people's college tuition. Uh, I think that's great that they don't necessarily have to take on that debt. Right. Um, I just think that that's cool, you know, if that's the thing that you know, you know how to make money and then cover people's debts so that they don't have to go to college, then that's great. And now you you can speak on that. I can't say nothing about it, but if you're speaking on um, <clears throat> the president is a bum, well, then why is he a bum? And also, it extends to KD. Uh, the president- your, your favorite player, KD? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm over it. He moved on. I'm over it. You know, uh, LeBron, you know LeBron James says- uh, you know, oh, he's a bum. I look up to, and I'm talking about this commercial. You know, when you grow up, you look up to the president. You look like you was looking up to the president, bro. So let me tell you. So you were looking up to Bill Clinton. You were looking up to Ronald Reagan. You were looking up to George Bush. That old. No, LeBron said this in the commercial. Right. Like, so you know, oh, he's supposed to be a role model. Uh, what are you talking about, bro? Like. You know, all those people. <laughs> so you think he's just parroting liberal Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, propaganda. and not even just liberal. Like, seriously, hashtag. He has, he's, he's like, he gets his news from hashtags. <laughs> like, like you know, like other people who I won't mention, but um, other, other celebrities. LeBron uh, James is a high school graduate. I think that the problem with the article is that motives are being assigned to him. He's a high school graduate. I think he is a smart person. But when you're a high school graduate, you become smart based on the things that you decide to expose yourself to. He has a contract with Nike. Most people wouldn't turn that down. Most people probably wouldn't even do the research to look at the business practices of these sponsors who are trying to, to court anytime, them. Sponsors anytime, Nike. Anytime. Yeah. Like, okay, so before I you know, take on this such and such amount of uh, money contract, let me look at the business. Does he even have the critical thinking or even the consciousness to go beyond thinking that police brutality is wrong. Anybody can make that conclusion or reach that conclusion. Does he go beyond that and say, let me look at the business practices of a company that's looking to sponsor me, or is he looking at dollar signs? And so I think that the, the, the way that this particular article is written is problematic because it says if he really wants equality, well, yes, he does. Because if he didn't, he didn't have to say anything about inequality in the first place. Right. He didn't no, even he have just to go doesn't there. know what equality is. Well, then that's what sh the, the article should have said. Let me let's educate this man, this high school graduate, right, right. instead of saying if he really believes in this. If he didn't believe in it, then he wouldn't even throw on the T-shirt that says "I can't breathe." Well, to, 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 so to your point, E. So compare that to I don't know if you guys remember back in the '90s when they hit up Jordan about something similar. And he was like, well, I'm not saying nothing because Republicans buy Jordan. Well, too. that's alleged. alleged Again, I've said this before, the that record. there is no interview of him, no evidence of him actually saying that. Mm -hmm. Correct. But anyway, but he, to keep but on. But to, he did not say anything. Uh -huh. Or against it. So he didn't, you know. It's so it's, can, I, can his silence be taken as being complicit? Um, It can be taken as that, but that could be the wrong uh, extrapolation. You could take anything as anything if it triggers you. Uh, I, I think that, I think that. So um, I could take it you and give me $100 when we finish with this? 
Whatever. <laughs> Good. Yeah, as long as you give it to me first. <laughs> so right. exactly. So um, I don't. Let's leave Michael Jordan out of this. Uh, well, the only reason I, I, I bring up Jordan is if you remember when he started making his donations to all of the black organizations, yeah. quote unquote. Uh huh. Yeah. He also donated like a million dollars to the police. Okay. If you remember. I, okay. And I don't actually, but continue. You don't remember, like it's about a year and a half ago. Jordan's is like he he was like I found I, I can no longer remain silent. Oh, I remember and so that. He yeah, started but to I mean, donate all this money okay. to all these um, inner city organizations. But in that, also donated. It may not have been a million, but several okay. hundred and thousands of dollars to the Charlotte Police Department. And he could boost the police. Okay. But yeah. comparing and contrasting that to LeBron James, okay, why is what LeBron is doing wrong? In terms of speaking out against equality, because he's not doing nothing. He's not doing nothing. Speaking this whole inequality, inequality stuff is constantly trying to, constantly trying to compare ourselves to the Caucasian, to the white man all the time. The white man, the white man. But we we fail to recognize that we are under a particular rule right now. We're under a particular empire. Like the the Caucasian won. You know they won. So there's a lot of other things that are unequal that are more closer to this man's front door than a Trump tweet. That's what I'm trying to get like at. Like what? I'm just, what, like, like Okay, what? so again, I will reiterate what you just talked about. Uh, so the covetousness, the, co- the, the covetousness of Nike sneakers, the covetousness of uh, purchasing these items in which our community cannot truly afford. That's what I'm. That 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 is what I. That's what I'm talking about. I said that. Look, he could he could do some kind of combination approach between Stefan Marbury and Dwayne Wade. His best friend is Dwayne Wade. I'm sure it's crossed his mind at some point in time. Well, maybe I should own instead of being owned. The statement in which Stefan Marbury has said in response to um, the quality um, uh, the quality of the sneakers versus the quality of LeBron sneakers, and LeBron saying something like LeBron saying something to the effect of. Um, I want high well, quality yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, our highest standards. For or those whatever. of you who don't remember, yeah, okay. about 10 years ago, maybe 12, Stefan Marbury had come out with Starberries. Mm-hmm. It was like, more than 12 years ago. But, uh-huh. Is it more than 12 oh, years ago? Oh, come on, yeah. I'm just throwing out a date, yeah. but I remember seeing them about 10, 12 years ago. They might have been out before that, but um, they were about 20 bucks, $15, $20. 15, yeah. They were stole, sold at uh, Stephen Barry's. Yeah, Stephen Barry's, yeah. I remember the one up in Silver Spring. Yeah. They're just like little, right. you know, at little boutiques or around the country, but the point was Stefan Marbury wanted to have inexpensive shoes for inner city youth so that they wouldn't, you know, be falling into the traps of Having grown each other. up in Coney Island right. yeah. and being in an under-resourced area right. and knowing that the mentality that's fed to people in under-resourced area, areas is you need to get your, you know, uh, your, your personal value from something. Oh, how about those sneakers? Yeah. And so he wanted to at least say, I understand that this is that, that type of environment. Let me not put my, my sneakers let me not right. put any blood yes. on my hands right. by having this insurmountable I, amount of money that my sneakers were worth I, per unit. Absolutely. So rather than LeBron speaking out against police brutality or 45, right, you would just say he should just come out there and be like, yo, Nike, drop the price of my shoes to $25 or whatever. I'm just, you I'm, know. I'm saying that he can. Which would still be a profit <laughs> based on how much each one of those shoes cost to yeah, make. Yeah, de- de- definitely. <laughs> and, and, and. And what I'm saying is what I'm trying to get at is that he doesn't necessarily have to be with Nike. Like, he can do these things. He chooses not to because he puts money first. And I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily saying that he is a 
uh, a bad American or bad businessman for doing such. I'm just saying that he's talking out of both sides of his neck. But that neck. goes back what, up to what I was saying before. How do we know that he has he has even evolved to the consciousness that I'm not, said that's able to look past a number and a contract and say, let me look at the business practices of all of these companies that want to court me, and I'm only going to deal with X, Y. Who, does, he's a high school graduate. Does he even First have that of all, consciousness? So I don't think so. So the level of degrees in which that one has doesn't necessarily equate to how uh, intelligent or how wise or sh- or that they are. It's completely. It, it's completely. Um, he showed himself uh, to not, be intelligent in other areas, though. Well, what I'm saying, you keep on bringing up the fact that you know he's a high school graduate. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that I'm responding to the topic at hand. Right? I'm not referencing Michael Jordan. I'm not refer- referencing the fact that the man graduated high school. I, I, I understand that that, that that helps to understand his background a little bit more. But the man, look, I graduated high school. I don't have a billion dollar contract with Nike. Yes. So, you know, there's a level of. You got to work on that jump shot, man. That's why. <laughs> there's a, you know, there, 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 there's a level of advancement in certain areas that he has over me. Yes. So, you know, there are things in which that there it doesn't, if he speaks on something, just like anybody, it doesn't have to be him, but he's the one in the Uber with these commercials talking about something that, um, you know, he is not the only person who has jurisdiction to, to speak on. And in fact, if he's saying something or doing something that I see it is clearly, um, uh, it doesn't take into account all the other factoids about a particular thing then i have the option to be able to speak about it particularly when it's when it comes to marketing some sneakers with equality all over i agree that he should be challenged i'm just questioning his motives being questioned i i when did i bring up his motives no, no, i'm talking i'm specifically talking about the article and the angle yeah, that in the article the, comes in the from. article like, they do you know clearly he's not you know, he's he clearly he well, doesn't really so, believe in equality because therefore he would do X Y Z. Oh well, yeah. We I, have well, no control over his level of consciousness so and I, evolution and that sort of thing. But at least he can be challenged in this area as well, opposed to saying he's not really into equality. Well, those are fair points because it says that you know if he was really in equality, then maybe he would he would uh, he would he would um, do a wealth transfer. And get rid of seven hundred and fifty million dollars of his net worth or his contract or whatever, and, and I know, think that's maybe, just foolish. No, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm not in the guy's pockets. All right, I'm not counting his wallet. I'm not. I'm. I'm you know, I'm not. I'm not counting the. You know that I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about all that. But what? What? What is up for? What is up for? Con, for for speaking out on yeah. or addressing rather yeah. is whether or not somebody is trying to distract you to deny you from actually analyzing something else. And I, who would that person be or what would that entity be in this particular man. case? Would it be the man of LeBron <laughs> James or would it be whoever his handlers man, are? Man, it's both. It's or whoever's both. transferring funds it's, into his wealth. It's, it's both. And what I'm profile and portfolio. It's both. And what I'm what what what, what I'm trying to do, what I would like to do is is to allow the listeners to be able to see past the things that are just put in front of them, because of, of the things in which that especially, especially um, people who have been so subjugated and our cultures ripped from us, yeah. um, um, as as uh, as people of um, um, brown skin in this country, um, uh, it's important for us to be able to read the things in which that are. Um, that are put in front of us, but not just read the things that uh, are in front of us, also be able to interpret the things that are in front of us and stop taking things at just face value. Agreed. Be able to 
uh, read between the lines, try to understand the things that aren't said, be able to ask the question, well, you know, if I'm seeing the something so silly that actually doesn't benefit uh, me as a citizen of this country or benefit me spiritually, what is it that this is probably distracting me from? Excellent. What is Do you think Laura Ingram's from? stuff was trying to distract people? Because the I wouldn't put all the onus on LeBron mm. only because his stuff was a response mm. to somebody else. I mean, the initial well, his Uber stuff, thing his stuff is a response to 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 everybody else. But what is she? She's an anchor. Where she's at Fox. I mean, she's a talking head at Fox. Okay, so, yeah. so she's doing her job. So as a talking head at Fox, what that means is that you know, I mean, she's a propagandist, right? And so she is put in a situation to be able to spin certain things or communicate certain things a certain way to get people to have a particular response, right? Is she is she is she a um uh, uh not just a talking head? What kind? She's a journalist or she a, commentator? Yeah, that's the question. Is she a commentator? Is she a true journalist? I would question. I that. mean, most of the talking heads are yeah. not. Yeah, Any you know anybody with a good, good voice point. can sit uh, at a desk and read the news, which is what she does. She reads the news, and yeah. even the commentary may have been fed to her. Virgin. Only reason I, I I look at it as, you know, someone telling LeBron James, you know, a high profile African American athlete to shut up and dribble, all, all for all of the things that I know he probably could be doing, you know, like not having his shoes built in sweatshops and things of that nature, advocating for lower prices and and Nike stop fleecing the black community and all, all of that, all of that which is one hundred percent true, um, but. The, my, my only place where I am on board with the, the way in which he approached it is for someone to speak to him in, in that manner is code, right? Yeah. It's code. Like, There's a context. Even it. if you don't agree, right? Even if you don't agree with Tom Brady or Derek Jeter, you're not going to tell them to shut up and dribble on national television. But to tell LeBron James to do it on national television, it's code. And so that's where I can understand his response. Now, could he go a little bit further? Yeah, he probably could go a little bit further and do a little bit more, a la Kaepernick. You know, we talk about Kaepernick in, 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 in so, pre-pro where he changed his stance from just kneeling and, you know, boycotting the national anthem at the games to saying, you know what, I'm going to go back and invest myself, my time, and my my money into these communities. But it's not just about – I want to be clear um, before we move on. Uh, it's not just about him – you know, doing more. Any everybody could do more. That's that 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 is not my response. And honestly, I don't even get that from the article. Um, uh, it's not about being. It's not. It's not about doing more. It's about properly answering the issue at hand or uh, having an informed response. Is it, so that trying to approach um, the issue of the disparity. Um, between ethnic groups within this country by coming out with black and white shoes that say equality on them, all right, that yeah, run for over two hundred dollars. Right. That he the air quotes gives away in a raffle. I mean, you know, that's a limited edition, but you he not, he not giving away all the shoes. Like that's just promotion. And you still had to pay Nike, to get in the of raffle. all companies. What'd you say? And you still had to pay to get in the raffle too. Yeah. No, I thought it was free. No, I think you had the, to pay. The thing said ten dollars to get into. Yeah, the I mean, it's just it's it, you know it's asinine. Yeah. It's like it's silly. It's childish with with Nike and the NBA having these equality T shirts that you see all these people wearing it's just it's just it's so it's so in vogue you know it's like it's so silly because nike could just could nike i mean nike excuse me i'm, I'm conflating nike and the nba <laughs> how about that yeah. the nba could 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 do a lot of things that 
that um are built around materialism with the with with the uh with the you know with the black community quote unquote black community they could address they could do a lot a lot of things it's association with hip hop murder rap all those things like you know granted they did some things with the dress code you know okay whatever there are other things that 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 they can that can be done but specifically speaking about LeBron James I just feel um in this manner in this issue uh I don't think that he was I don't think that his response is very uh thoughtful No informed is probably yeah I don't I think informed, he could have made a more responsible oh, yeah. all of the all like of it's the not it's not really anything it's like putting it's like it's like putting I don't know it's, I, I'm not going to use that example, but it's just, it, it, you're just selling sneakers, you know? Oh, well, it's what I can do. No, it's not actually all you can do. You actually do something different. In fact, it's kind of silly. Well, know? I don't think, and this is this is where, you know, I don't know, because I, I don't think that it's wrong what he did. I just don't think it's enough. And that's where I think I'll part ways with you. If he wanted to wear the shoes to say equality, I mean, they, they, they wear breast cancer stuff. Like, they do that. That's what these guys to, do. To quote unquote raise awareness. Yeah, to raise awareness. So exactly. wearing the quote shoes. Quote unquote raise awareness. So, you know, putting on what the does shoes. does that mean? I mean, to bring it to people's attention. Like, you would and? be surprised how many people are ignorant to the dog whistle comment that shut up and dribble is. People are ignorant to that stuff. Yeah, so but bringing I guess it to the, their attention. Yeah, but to Avery's uh, um, insinuation, having a t-shirt or shoes that say equality doesn't, doesn't bring attention Well, no, to that. as a first step. That, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he did okay. that, so if this is a part lead, of a campaign. Then yeah, that's something else. Exactly. That's my point. Like, if you did this as the beginning of some it other not, stuff, no, oh, no, I, I know it's not. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I can appreciate it as for what it is. I'm not going to make it something it's, that it's it, not. All, all, all this is all that all that equal, all equality sneakers were was just his latest Black History Month editions. That's it. <laughs> Every year they come out with these. Nike right. comes out with these Black History Month editions. Last year it was had freaking uh. Kente cloth on it, you know, like it's just. I remember Adidas had one a couple of years ago yeah, too, with like know, the quotes. Yeah, Wild Carter, hey, welcome to America. Wild Carter, <laughs> Godwin Woodson spins in his grave. Yeah, um, but you know, one thing I, I do want to say, and I don't, I haven't really addressed this very often, but I actually have a problem with the term or the word equality as it's being used. Um, and this may seem like it's nothing. As to, a to woman, some how dare you? <laughs> but it may seem like <laughs> like nothing to some people, or it may seem like semantics, but. Um, if these, if the the, the uh, we hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, then equality is not the question. Like we're we're equal, if that's even the case. And I know that well, some that's people, actually if you're a Caucasian man that owns land. Yeah, but, but the point, my point is people. that <laughs> using that kind of word is if uh, women or people of color, etc., are pursuing equality, it seems to indicate that there is inequality, like inherent inequality. And so I resist that. Um, I think that some other term or expression needs to come forth saying that, yes, there is inherent equality. There's no question about that. But the expression of it um, in, in the way that society b has built a system needs to make it so that the end result is equality of opportunity. So um, I have a, a problem with the term equality as if, you know, we as as inherent, you know, uh, created beings are not equal. Uh, we are equal in that sense. I know, again, that there's some people who will say some folks are better than others, but based on the tenets of our own country, we are equal. Okay. Okay. And we are created equal. 
So I think that talking about equality of opportunity is actually a lot um, more responsible of a term. Oh, instead of just saying equality, say yeah, equality I mean, of we, opportunity. Equality, we are, you know, we, you know, we are equal in the sense of, um, in the image of God, equal um, agency and, and who we are and, and the talents and gifts that we bring to the table. However, n- uh, from, that, from that perspective, we don't all have equality of opportunity, so, which is why you have all these gaps. So I said, I said this before. I think people, a lot of people, some people feel it, some people are going to miss it, and they're just going to go with whatever the, the, the Twitter trending hashtag is, you know, equality. You're following something that some 15-year-old Caucasian girl is is retweeting and now you are grown you're grown a black man you know following after this stuff you could the the, the the this whole equality thing like honestly straight up it's a power grab that's what it is uh i talked about this a little bit earlier mm-hmm. about a lot of these uh quote unquote movements uh a lot a lot of these uh a lot of these are just strategies they're strategies to cause a little bit of ruckus for a particular a constituency to be able to grab more of a foothold than they already have. Period. That's What's all wrong it with is. That? Well, I think that there can be a lot wrong with it because yeah. you, as an individual who cannot, who do, who does not necessarily understand what's happening, mm-hmm. it is being manipulated. You are being manipulated to be able to um, provide a metric to allow for something to be um, brought about. That is not necessarily completely to your benefit. I'll give you okay. I'll give you an example. Brought this up before previous podcast with Black Lives Matter. Now there are so many. I've seen the front of a lot of church buildings that have signs that say Black Lives Matter in front. Then after it got the rainbow flag. I don't know if you peeped that. Yep. I don't know if you peeped that. Yep. We're in the District of Columbia. Well, this is all over, right? Like this whole Black Lives Matter thing, people have to understand. If you just, if you again go past the veneer, oh yeah, Black Lives do matter. Black Lives matter. It's like saying support our troops, right? Like, well, what does that actually mean? I don't know. Just support the troops. I don't it know. It means invade, man. You don't support, know that. Support our troops. We gotta bring like, democracy everywhere. Like, like there, there are these, there are these statements. They are these, um, these statements that are very difficult. To one disagree with breast cancer awareness, who's going to disagree with that? But there are also statements that are very difficult to hold accountable. There are statements that are very difficult to to criticize. Yeah. And so um, when you look at the whole Black Lives Matter initiative, just by going on the website and reading the about page, you will see that it is part and parcel with the sexual revolution. Okay. And so when so what that means is that there is it, there is a uh, um, there is a uh, the, what's the word that I'm looking for uh, tenant. There's a tenant that is that is in the heart of the Black Lives Matter movement to uh, put front and center uh, people that are um, pro the sexual revolution. All right. Um, and that gets into the whole uh, LGBTPP can. Uh, initiative, the pink, the pink hand uh, initiative, all of that is part and parcel with the Black Lives Matter movement. And so when you go around and you say, yeah, Black Lives Matter, and you follow this, you retweet that, you donate this, you march with that. You say when you go down the rabbit hole, you'll you arrive down, at something other than what you expected. As someone who professes that they are a believer, absolutely. Okay. You have to be vigilant. You have to be critical uh, about these things and not take this stuff at face value, even if it's LeBron James. Uh, wearing a shirt that says, I can't breathe, Black Lives Matter. You got to pay attention. Mm-hmm.
also, speaking of uh, statements that you can't challenge, <laughs> a la support the troops and uh, blah, what's it? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, Matter, all that. Here's another one that you can't uh, assault or hold accountable. I hear from the Lord. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Again, shout out to my rock dwellers. But if you've been under a rock, you may not have heard about um, Mike Pence versus The View. Shout out Um, to Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock, Jim Henson, who's literally under a rock because he's dead. Shout out to Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Kicking um, it in the Shire. I don't think they know about this joint. They living under what's, rocks. So. What's, what's the connection between Fraggle Rock and the Shire? They Ooh. both live under rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the Hobbit, they live under rocks. So, there you go. don't You're right. they? Yeah, they do. They, they kind of live in the side of a mountain. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they, <laughs> uh, don't try to laugh you gotta off, be inclusive, off the mic. Man. Even Inclusivity, the mic. equality. I want, I want people to know my you jokes know? are funny. My so jokes easy are hilarious. a caveman can do it. You got to be equal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's offensive to the Neanderthal. Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, y'all Mike, laugh. What about the treasure troll? Are they under rocks or just under? Bridges? You mean the little like purple, green, or just red, the all the little troll trolls? or the treasure troll? Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, shout out. Um, uh, you remember? Tag. What's I can't name. Remember the name of the cartoon? The gnome joint. You remember yeah. the gnome joint? Like they had it was a movie a, a couple years ago. No, no, no. It was like a. It was a cartoon on Nickelodeon. <laughs> it was a gnome and his wife. <laughs> And then like and wow yeah they actually had it yeah I loved it it was, I don't know, it was the brave little gnome the brave gnome the little it was something but <laughs> he was old he was like a hundred two hundred years old but he used to get his man he wrote he wrote a fox you remember that <laughs> no and man. then the last the last episode he died like they actually had that for a kids show he actually passed away but that's important. You know, to teach people man about... Man, was died back in... Remember, Optimus Prime died, man. That hurt me did. when I was a he kid. He did. Yeah, that yeah, hurt he my did. heart. He did, but you know... Anyway, we way off on a tangent, folks. We're not here to talk about cartoons. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, death is a part of life. That's all. You have to introduce it somehow. So, Mike Pence been going at it Get with The View. Get down and lay down. He been going at it with The View um, recently. The View? Um, What's that? The View, you know, the talk show, the ladies' talk show. Um, um, remember they had the men version, too? No, I don't remember yeah, that, I don't. actually. I don't. Yeah, it... it Go back and search. It was like the um, dude from um, Say uh, Say by the Bell. He was the host. Oh goodness! What was the dude name? AC Slater. AC Slater was. The Bro, name. I'm sorry, I don't remember. I was doing anything. Oh, you was Never. watching the gnomes. No, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I hate on Say by I the Bell. I was literally yeah. doing you know anything. That's why I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. So he gonna come and see y'all. Y'all, did, did y'all hear this? He just mentioned a gnome riding a fox. But you about to hate on Zach and Slater? I, that's what I just said. I was literally <laughs> doing Morris. anything. That's anyway. why I don't know. You know AC Slater? See, see, he know, yeah. he know. I think no, no. the, the ethnically <laughs> ambiguous AC Slater. Like, what uh, was that dude? I thought like, he was Hispanic. He, <laughs> he was Hawaiian. I don't, I don't know what. Anyway, guy. so but he they had, had a jerry the, curl. Though. They they had the the male. He still version has a jerry curl. View. I think. Um, no, nah, he doesn't have the Jericho. The but, male version of the View. But they they are recently, and that's Whoopi Joy Bear. Male or men version of the View? Because you know, like, is it? Like were they born female, oh, but then man, they were nah, stop, like, stop, but they recognize as me- No, I'm just stop. asking. A question. Right, I'm not even going in with you right now. Um, and so, so mm-hmm. Whoopi and them were going at uh, Mike Pence because for those of you who don't know, uh, Miss Amarosa, I don't even know how to laugh. Manigault, bro. Manigault. Yeah, thank you. Come on now. But she has a couple of additional surnames because she hyphenated. She was one of them. But then she just you mean got man names last man? last year to a preacher but then she had been divorced so i i can't keep up with her name so yeah manigault it makes sense to just say manigault slash slash mm-hmm. slash all right so she's she's back for those of you who don't know she was voted off the island she's no longer in the white house 
and she's back doing her reality TV. You know, it's like you know the which disciples. is what you know them for, right. not just her, but him yeah. as well. It's like um, you know Trump. when Peter and them went back fishing after Jesus was gone, right? So when she's back. No on. She's back doing her reality TV thing, and so on a recent reality TV appearance. She goes into this monologue about Mike Pence's extreme faith is what she called it. She said his faith is extreme, you know, insinuating extremism. Um, she talks about how he claims to, quote unquote, hear from the Lord, how he quotes to hear, you know, Jesus speaks to him. The the Lord speaks to him. Now, for those of you who've been in any kind of church environment, any kind of Christian culture, that's normative. commonplace, right? That's that's a normal statement. Somebody says, oh, man, I was praying and I feel like God told me to blank. Right. Mm -hmm. That's normal, yeah. you know, quote unquote, air quotes, normal behavior for a community of believers. But in that environment. Right in the White House West Wing environment to to say, hey, I think I heard from the Lord that is perceived as extreme faith. So then the women on The View, in particular, Joy Bear and Sonny Hostin. If you don't know Sonny Hostin, she was a former legal. Well, she was a former lawyer who then became a legal advisor to CNN. And she's now a host of, of The View. So she comes from a legal background. So, of and course, she's on The View. You know, they just have to make money. So she she's going to assault it from a legal perspective. That's why I wanted to give you her 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 point of view, her, you know, her background. Um, so they they begin to insinuate that Mike Pence claims to hear from the Lord is actually hearing voices. And that would insinuate mental illness. This, you know, and so they they make the implication that. Christianity could be akin to a mental illness if you're claiming to not speak to the Lord when you're praying or whatever, but that you're now hearing from the Lord. You're hearing someone speak back. And then they started to make jokes. Yeah. Oh, when Jesus speak back, that's a problem. You know, that's when it's a problem, right? <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I wanted to throw it out to y'all because the the one thing that I thought about when I was, you know, watching, you know, there's a Washington Post article because she did call and apologize later, but the damage I think was already done. You know, it's like throwing a hand grenade out, blowing all that up. My bad. I didn't mean to blow all that up, but it's already blown up, right? It didn't blow it up. Um, is, is this. There's a scripture in the book of Romans that says that the name of God is blasphemed among heathen because of you. And it's Paul speaking to uh, Roman believers. And it basically is like because of your behavior, because of your conduct, unbelievers, heathens, they will see that. And then blaspheme the name of God. Basically mock him, mock yeah. you, mock everything related. Make it all a mockery, exactly. So being a believer is now made a mockery of because of your unsavory character and behavior. And I think that Mike Pence puts himself in this situation because, you know, I'm, I'm not here to question Mike's faith. You know, he, he says he believes in God. He believes in the Savior. Okay, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you know. Come one, come all. Sure. But You've tied yourself at the hip with a man who is clearly an unbeliever. Hmm. You have knitted yourself to this man, and so now you are in murky waters, right? I didn't know Mike Pence before he was picked as, you know, 45's running mate. I know he was a governor of Indiana. Yes. So he was the governor of Indiana, yes. right? No offense, but one of the flyover states. Nobody's tripping off Indiana, right? And he now comes into the national spotlight, but as someone of quote unquote of faith. Actually a lot of people trip off of Indiana. Um, I guess if you're a Hoosier, 
No, uh, no, no. It has a lot. Indiana, Indiana is like ground zero for the se- for the uh, sexual revolution. Uh, look up the Kinsey Institute. <laughs> it sounds funny, but all the stuff is interrelated. Is it is it in Indianapolis? Um, I don't remember if it's in Indianapolis, but it is in Indiana. It could be, but it Indiana. came from that soil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It came yeah. from that that generation. Yeah, and the um um working with the Rockefeller Foundation. But yeah, no, you I, gotta the, look up the, Alfred Kinsey. We'll get into surprising. that on another on another podcast. But you know, don't 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 sleep. You know, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like a the, lot of oh, that's the, what I heard. The, uh. the wickedness of men runs deep. The, the Bible says the heart of men is desperately wicked. So nothing, oh, nobody sleep here. <laughs> okay, but okay. anyway, so right. Mike, but Mike Pence has tied himself to mm-hmm. a clear unbeliever. But now to yes. then say, oh, I'm a man of faith and this and that and the yeah. third. It's like, well, hold up. Where was your faith when 45 came knocking your door saying, let's do this White House thing? Where was your faith at then? So I think you put yourself in a position to be ridiculed and have the Lord himself ridiculed by unbelievers, by clear unbelievers. You know, I, I know Sonny Hostin says, oh, I was raised a Catholic. If you can mock the Lord openly on national television, you're an unbeliever to me, Right. Um, if if Joy Bear, I don't I, is she Jewish or is she Catholic? She didn't say what her denomination was, but she did say that she came from a Christian yeah. background, and even said, and she even said, "I am a Christian." Yes. So I apologize because what I said was taken out of context, or I didn't mean <laughs> it what was I was saying. Right. That's just in the know, so that's what she, yeah, that's what <laughs> well, she Richard says. She Spencer actually declared herself he's a, a Christian. A Christian. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, so. I talked over yeah. you. Rich, no. Richard Spencer mm-hmm. says he's a Christian, but he's actually very clear about his faith. He calls himself a cultural cl- a Christian, which I. I I wish more people were more uh, upfront about yeah yeah I agree. more 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 clear about the things in which that they say they believe. But if you can openly mock the Lord on national television, to me, I don't even need to talk to you about where you come. Like I don't need to talk to you about that no more. Uh-huh. Like I'm good. Like mm-hmm. we're we're good. Um, now, if you want to repent, we can start there. We can start with repenting um, because the Bible clearly says if you deny me in you know among men, clearly. I will deny you. Of in, in front of my father. Clearly. So that's that's Bible. You ain't got to argue with me. You can argue with the guy who wrote that inscription. Um so what what say you? I think Mike Pence has put himself in this situation to be mocked yeah, well, and so, have the Lord mocked. Well uh so to speak directly to what you said about Mike Pence putting himself in certain positions, um uh you know, uh a lot of people use uh, uh, their faith and use religion uh, as a proxy to usher in and to control and to do certain things that uh, um, the proletariat or the general public are just uh, not made aware of or don't really understand. Um, just to speak specifically to Mike Pence, clearly what he saw was an opportunity to conserve whatever it is that that means, to be able to fashion the environment in which that he lives in to abide by things in which that he feels as though are important. So as far as him going with Donald Trump, clearly the man would have gone with anybody. <laughs> so well, yeah, if you can go with him. Yeah, he would have gone with anybody. He doesn't care. A lot of those people don't care. Um, all they care about is policy. That's it. So um, that's one thing. Now, the the other thing I will say, speaking directly to this comment about um, it's when it's when uh messiah speaks back uh, to you is where you need a mental health check Mm -hmm. uh is um is part of uh the the agenda that 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 is that 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 is happening with 
with the controllers of popular culture and corporations and, and um, whether it's the owners of Disney who pulled her leash and made her apologize uh, or the owners of any of these other uh, institutions and companies that there are real people and they do exist uh, and they, um, they, they practice Luciferianism. They practice um, um, Thelema, the Thelemist, and, um, which means that they live a life where they follow their flesh um, where that's actually a virtue to um, feed the lust of the flesh and uh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life. Like all those things, and particularly people who sit in these seats uh, on television, um, they, are, they, they are put in, they, they, they're put in those positions to um, deculturalize and despiritualize, dereligiousize. Um, the the popular culture, their audience. Let me go back though to the to yeah. the foundational statement you yes. made, saying that certain people are Luciferians. Yeah, where how do you how do you even know that? Well, where, I'm gonna get, get that from. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that. Um, I'll get into that in another podcast. But it's actually it, you just have to look it up. There's a man named Alistair Crowley, who um, founded this uh, belief system called uh, the Lima, and uh, this practice is actually part and parcel with um, with with. Uh, Hollywood and the entertainment industry in the inner circles. Um, there's a documentary called Hollywood Babylon that speaks specifically about this. Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, was a member of the Church of Satan. Um, there's a lady. Not Sammy Davis. Yeah, Sammy. Yeah. Not Sammy Davis. Yeah, yeah Sammy Davis. Yeah, there are photos of him with what about uh, the rest of the rap Stephen pack? Anton Levy. Uh, yeah, a, a, a lot of these, I can't really speak on. Um, I can speak All on Sammy. Eyes. I can speak in, yeah, Frank, well, Frank Sinatra is. Uh, um, uh, heavy in a lot of stuff. I, I can get to. I can. I'll, I will continue my research and and get into that in uh, another podcast. The, the reason in that even, regard, yeah. but but specifically, if you look up Sammy Davis Jr. Church of Satan, there's a photo of him on the website of the Church of Satan. But uh, I just wanted wanted you to know the primary reason I bring this up is because I know that people get turned off as soon as claims like that are made. Mm -hmm. When you look at globally, when you look at, at statistics about the world as well as about this particular country and you look at religion, mm -hmm. you'll see percentages of people who claim one religion versus the other and never do you see Satanism. Or well, if you well, do, one, you'll see 1% of crazy people in the corner over there say that they practice it. Well, so whereas the evidence is what the question would be. Well, uh, well, one, a lot of things are hidden in plain sight. Uh, but two, uh, if you want to talk about the Church of Satan... And not there's Luciferianism, and then there's the Church of Satan. There are people that believe all these things. There are people that believe only some. You have different concoctions. But if you speak specifically about the Church of Satan, they were founded in San Francisco. And I'm telling you right now, all you have to do is do the research. They are completely integrated into the Hollywood system. Uh, even though they're up in San Francisco. Even though, I mean, San Francisco is a hotbed for this kind of thing. San Francisco, you have the Salem Institute. The Salem Institute um, was a key place that where this practice called EST uh, or breaking people down to their most banal selves was something that was a big part of the countercultural movement that was huge with hippies, was huge with um, the black power movement. All these things were, were you know, again, just because they, all these things are, are, are right past the veneer surface. All you got to do is just like, just do some of the research. A lot of these things are interconnected, but the, yeah, the Church of Satan. Chelsea Clinton tweeted them. Tweet tweeted them a couple a couple years ago. Um, she tweeted them. Like you could look up that tweet. That's not a false snope. That's real. She tweeted them. It's a it's real people who really practice these things. 
Um, they do they 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 uh, invoke demons uh, to possess them. Uh, they do uh, uh, they do uh, practices uh, to to show their honor to uh, said particular demon. Um, practices such as uh, human sacrifice, sexual acts. Um, other kinds of things. They, th these are real things. You can go, you can read websites, so you your, can hear people talk about it. They do these practices. So is it your contention that while the, most of the rest of the population says, this is folklore, you know, what are you so, talking about demons so, and all this? So what, Those who are in charge, mm -hmm. who are behind the curtain of the puppet show actually know about the, the spiritual realm, whereas everyone else is kind of blinded to that? Well, I would say it's not everyone else. It's probably just the people that, that you know, or they're not telling you. But these practices are actually far more popular than we than than, than we realize. All you got to do is just first of all, if you're you know the reason why a lot of these things aren't talked about is because you're not supposed to talk about these things, right? They're hidden in secret, blood oaths, all that stuff, right? But just but but just when it comes to um, uh, masonry, in masonry, like you cannot be a mason if you don't believe in a higher power. You cannot. That's one of the foundational things in which that. Um, you have to profess to um, to attain membership. Just to be a bricklayer, you need to believe in a higher <laughs> power? That's funny. Yeah, just to be, yeah, let's wink, wink, nah, nah. Yeah, bricklayer. Yeah, so, but um, we know they, we know uh, in the inner circles, they, they honor the Baphomet, uh, the great architect of the universe, mm -hmm. right? The, the, the cleft foot goat god, the hooved foot goat god. Um, the Baphomet, but th these are these are real. These are the pentagram, upside down pentagram. You know, these are these are real things. So for people, for 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 the air quotes masses that just brush this stuff off, um, that just shows that they are not looking past the surface of things, or they don't want to look past the surface of things. All you have to do is take out a dollar bill. Look at the back of the dollar bill. What does it say? In God we trust, right? And does it have you know um, uh, references to the biblical narrative? No, 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 not necessarily not at all. What it has what it has on it is a broken pyramid with the top of the pyramid separated from the base of the pyramid representing the proletariat or just the regular folk. The top of the pyramid represents the people of the inner know and the knowledge eye. and the all seeing eye and the founders and the crafters of this country. So, you know, you have the you have the, the District of Columbia that's uh laid out in a certain way, right? Um you have the, the Pentagon that that's the 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 um inside of a pentagram the way in which the pentagon is shaped like all these things do you have the washington monument that is representative of a phallus like you you know all of these all these, look at the kennedy center and how it looks like a court and that's what and that's what <laughs> like, you mean by hidden in plain sight yeah, so it looks basically a Greek court behind the power structure and different phenomena that you're talking about aj mm -hmm. exists yeah the principalities and powers that those of us who claim to believe the bible should already be familiar with at least conceptually well, it shouldn't this should not be complete surprise whereas other folks uh, might just still be within the realm of the matrix and will only see what's being shown to them well if you think about it the the reason that the majority of believers would be unaware to most of those things because the Bible speaks about all of that. You know, the in the book of Daniel, the archangel Gabriel actually tells Daniel, the prince of Persia helped me up from coming here. So when we think about an archangel, there was a prince powerful enough to withstand the archangel Gabriel for like 21 days, I believe the, the, the scripture says. So we're not talking about you know, the mom and pop, you know, backwater church that says, I rebuke you, demon, in the name of Jesus. And people 
jumping with snakes. This is not what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about a much larger uh, power structures um, that the Bible speaks directly to. And I think the reason that many believers, because I don't expect the average individual to be cognizant of that. People are blind. People are blind. But what I do expect is a believer to be cognizant of that. But the reason I don't think they are is because we're too busy getting back to the original point of Mike Pence. We're too busy looking for a seat at the table of ungodly kings. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this before with the Edict of Milan. Facts. And, you know, and Constantinople Very and Constantine. True. Very true. That, you know, where you had believers who had already infiltrated the entire Roman, Roman Empire, Empire. Right. Yet and still, they were approached by the Roman emperor, like, yo, you want a seat at my table? And they say, yes, a massa. Right. Instead of saying, yo, we own the table. Like, we already got the table. Absolutely. Like, at, at that point, at third century AD, there is no Roman empire without Christianity. But we didn't even realize that. Like, we didn't realize at that point, there is no Roman empire without Christianity. But yet and still, we were still enticed because there's still a... You know, they're still like the Bible talks about the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and the pride of life. That is st- no matter how, quote unquote, mature we think we are, there is still a level of enticement there that must be resisted. And so I think that when you have someone like Mike Pence who, listen, he you can tell that he has some sort of background. You know, when you've heard the things that he said about like how he's not a, like to be around single women without his wife and stuff like that, you know that there's something there. But yet and still, it wasn't enough for him to resist the power grab, right? It was, All of that wasn't enough for him to say, yeah, you know, I'd love to be vice president, but not with this man. Like, all of your background wasn't enough yep. for that. Or it could have just been his notion of sincerity that I think a lot of people in his position would have, that they would sincerely say, okay, this man is going to choose a vice president. I might as well be someone with some level of some kind of morality in that position. I'm, I might as well, maybe he thought he would be more influential <laughs> than he turned out to be. And uh, you're right. People and I'm are, not a Mike Pence fan, but I think that a lot of people who are blinded or yeah. people who are in this position think that somehow, okay, well, look, there's open position. God wants his light and, and salt every place. Let me get in there. Maybe I can do make a difference. No, you're, you're exactly right. There are a lot of sincere believers because I've heard that line. Line of thought before when people say oh somebody's gonna be there anyway why not let it be a believer why not let me come in there right the only problem is you are not going to change a system you the individual and i want to say that again you the individual are not going to change a system the notion of any system is to keep itself going the system will adapt the system will adjust the system will find ways to keep itself going the only way that you deal with the system is it has to be completely crushed and dismantled. Case in point, the Messiah is literally on the cross dying for the sins of people, right? And the Bible says that when he died, the veil in the temple was rent from full floor to ceiling. So what that tells me, there were people still in the temple making sacrifices literally as the Lamb of God, capital L, was dying for the sins of all people. What does that say? The institution was going to keep it moving, baby. So he was already there for 33 years. And it was like, yeah, that's cool that he's doing that, but we're going to keep this thing rolling. So what is God has to literally dismantle the institution. He would look at the disciples and say, yo, there will not be a brick left standing. Because if I leave a brick, 
Y'all gonna find a way to keep the institution going. We're gonna have church up in right. there. Right. They, they're gonna find a way to keep so God says, you know what? The joint has to come down. The joint, all of it has to come down. And so I say all that to say for any sincere believer who you think you by yourself is, is holy enough Uh-oh. to change these systems, Uh-oh. you are not. And what you'll find is you will find yourself swept up into, and that's any institution, educational, religious, political, judicial, financial, any of them, you will find yourself swept up. This is why Jesus would tell the disciples when they say, yo, Jesus, are you here? And of course they said, yo, they, mm-hmm. are, are you here to give the kingdom back to Israel? Remember, they asked him, they said, I'm not here for that. That's not what I'm here. My kingdom's not of this. So God is not here to try to prop up earthly institutions. He's not here to try to validate or co-sign. And I think that's where people of Mike Pence's ilk, you know, have gotten off. Now, I don't know Mike personally. You know, I don't know you the don't? vice president. No, nah, man, I, <laughs> I wish I did because he could sponsor us anytime. He could sponsor mm-hmm. me right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? I know Mike got deep pockets. He's hanging out with the people on CBN. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, zing. Zing them. But I think that oh. it's it's just I think it's a bit naive. It's a bit naive to think that I'm holy enough, me. I'm just holy enough to go in and change this system yeah. that at the top of it has the Cosmo Crater as its head. And he's too old for that naivete. What's the Cosmo Crater? That is a a name reference to the the enemy, Lucifer, Satan. Hasatan in scripture. He's uh. the Cosmo Crater, the, the God of this world. When you Oof. hear God of this world, Cosmos means world. He is the God of this world, the Cosmo Crater. Mm. Mm. Well, so I just I just got real Bibly for a minute, but I think that it's good to put these Actually, things in. Actually, you got Bibly for about 10 minutes. Oh, about 10 minutes. All right, there we go. Um, no, it's good. It's good. So, for let's 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 keep let's keep with this theme going because you know normally we we get on preachers for this week in the news, mm. but we're gonna keep it kind of quasi political here um, for this week in the news. So there was a Florida lawmaker. Oh mm-hmm. man, let me let's let's pull this lady's name. I think her name is Kimberly Kimberly Daniels. Danielson or Dan? Uh, so yeah, just look her up. <laughs> her name's Kimberly Daniels, right? She's a Florida she she's a Florida lawmaker, which I I think is uh, pretty funny. So she's part of the <laughs> Florida legislature. Yeah, she's a, okay. So this is a state legislature. She's not yeah not a, at the national US level. Yeah, no, she's a state. She's a state rep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. They are making a push to get the statement in God we trust put back up in schools <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in Florida mm-hmm. since that um, high school shooting. That, Absolutely. That, that recently so, so wait, wait. So, uh, so the, is the mindset that if if in God we trust is <laughs> that'll there, stop all the guns? <laughs> then the sociopaths who want to shoot up children are going to say, "Oh, in God we trust." I guess I'm going to yeah. stop being sociopathic. They're going to turn all their guns in at the buyback well, program. That's my uh, question. Before, I'll let you continue. I do have some things to. But I, well, I just want to you know enter it in because I mean she's gonna go on our she's gonna go on our this week of the news wall of shame here um, because she you know in she has uh, sponsored a bill. That, I do want to know what the what the motive is. You know, okay, I'm gonna start obeying the first and second commandment and stop being a sociopath who kills people. And that's essentially neglects what, the God that I claim to to serve. That's well, what, let's let me read you some uh, uh, a couple of her her quotes. While giving her speech on the In God We Trust bill, um, she brought up the recent shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. And she says, I quote, that God is the light 
and that our schools need the light in them like never before. Um, She went on to say that the real thing that needs to be addressed are the issues of the heart. Now, all of that is true. Yes, of course. But this is where she, I think, is foolish. Putting up a sign that says, in God we trust, that is not addressing the issues of Of the the heart. heart. (laughs) So, but here's the sad part about it. I think she actually believes that it will. How so? I, I, I still want to know the, the connection between I, a sign and I'll a try, sociopath. I, I'll, try to, I'll try to make the connection. Well, there is no connection. I'll know, well, I'll try to make a connection. Um, Uh-oh. You donating her campaign to later? <laughs> here we go. Because, you, you know, you, you, you actually um, you neglected to further read her opposition, who her opposition was in that article. Um, but in the art, the, what was the name of the opposition? Was some of the people that had hold on, critiqued hold on, hold on. it? Let me scroll down. By the way, this is an article in the Grio. If you want to look it up, uh oh. The Freedom from Religion Foundation. Yeah, they are. Uh, they they have a campaign going because they have weighed in on this bill. So they're they're now pushing back on the bill because they're saying that that she's trying to turn the state of Florida into a theocracy, which is hogwash. Um, their their thoughts are that this nation was founded on secular values, which is a lie. But continue. Um, they actually have, and if you go to the Grio article, Grio is G R I O. Um, they actually have a video of her. G R I O T. No, no, G R I O T. They don't put the T on the end. Okay, cool. Guess they figured that you know, so called black folks can't read, so can't pronounce stuff. We're gonna just drop the T. Griot. You know, we're like that's that's the Griot. You go over the Griot. But they, they they have a they have a YouTube clip of her preaching because for those of you who don't know she's like a licensed minister, so they have different video license meaning permission right permission from men mm. to do something that you don't need permission from men to do. But that's I just wanted to be discussion. clear, you know. So, but they they have some video clips of, up of her preaching, and you know, listen, she comes from the black church tradition, so she's up there doing her robo tayo tayo joint, right? So she's up there doing that, and then and they, homiletics, yeah. Hmm. Well, no, beyond homiletics, she's okay. on she's full fledged speaking in tongues, Anglosia, oh, okay, yeah. conjuring, got it. Um, <laughs> and uh, so what their their point is that because of her background, she is trying to make Florida into a theocracy, which is Florida is one of 50 states in a union. That's impossible to make one state in a union of states a theocracy, but that's another point for another day. Um, I think just that statement that the country was founded on secular values is also a misguided statement. It's um, a lie. It's more than a misguided statement. It's a straight up lie. Well, there you go. Yeah. I will, it's it's almost more misguided than the pilgrims and Puritans who came for religious reasons and destroyed the lives of whole ethnicities. Well, you know, you have to go to the core of an organization that's called the Freedom from Religion Foundation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's. I want to say this, and you know, let's <laughs> let's get this on the airwaves because okay. I hope that they come at me. Freedom from Religion, come at me. Mm-hmm. Holla! <laughs> it is the the reason that you're even able to create an organization called the Freedom from Religion Foundation wow. is because of the love that is expressed through Christianity. Wow. Try this in a Muslim country. Why don't you go try this in, in Saudi Arabia? Why don't you go over to Saudi Arabia and make the Saudi branch of the Freedom from Religion Foundation? You know I know why? Because they'll chop your head off. The liberties that are allowed in Christianity allow people to even create organizations like this. So to and, make and the not, statement. And not just Muslim, by the way. Not just I mean, I just use that because yeah. it's uh, one of the biggest. You absolutely, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yes, mm-hmm. you can go into any yeah. one of these. Ne- yeah. Buddhists. 
communist or, yeah, it's it's yeah you know, or, or, or any or more smaller more more smaller ritualistic, uh, tri- yeah, yes, ritualistic yeah. tribes and what they will yeah. chop you into yeah. bits and feed uh-huh. you to their puppies right yep. it is the liberty that is allowed in christ that would allow you to say you know what in a country that the majority of people still quote unquote profess to believe in a god i'm going to create an organization called freedom from religion so I just wanted to put that out there because to say that this nation was founded on secular values. Now, were the people who founded this nation godless to a certain degree? Of course they were. Make because they, they, they owned people. They exterminated people. They were, you know, uh, well, materialistic. Well, they were, you know, seeking wealth. Yes, they all had their terrible, well, terrible, horrible well, faults. Also, they were theists and masons. So that that is evidential, is written, is professed. Right. So that right there shows you that the founding of this country uh, was not secular. Exactly. That's, that's a lie. That's yeah, my because point. even that's a, a deist isn't a secular. Theist, exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Theist, deist, uh-huh. Prius, Toyota Prius. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah. Well, um, what I wanted, to, I wanted to say, uh, trying to connect it, the sign to the heart, I just wanted to get into the, the it goes a little bit about what I just uh what I just had uh, talked about in the previous previous issue, previous issue with Joy Bear. And that is the that is the goal to desecularize excuse me, deculturalize um the citizens of this country. Well secularize them, I mean essentially the same thing. Well, yeah, secular secularize, yeah, but I wanna be I wanna be clear, like deculturalize because um every culture uh, and I ain't gonna necessarily go study every culture, but um, for every culture that I have studied and I have looked at, there have been um, very few. I probably throw two fingers up to count versus I run out of fingers and toes of nations, uh, lineages, uh, clans, and groups of people that are secular. Um, there's a you're just saying throughout human history, you don't, you just don't see secu- secularism as a norm throughout the annals of well, what time. I, yeah, what I'm saying is, in order to govern, in order to, in, in order to govern, in order to have a culture, there's a, there's a moral code, there's a higher authority that that gets looked to through generations as a, as the standard of how to conduct oneself. Mm-hmm. There is a higher authority that is looked right. to. There's a higher authority, mm-hmm. right? And um, I'm an advocate of the biblical narrative um, because of what I've found that's, mm-hmm. that, that has made the most sense. You know, you do you, player. I can't force anybody to believe anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am an advocate of the biblical narrative uh, for reasons in which I can get into on another podcast. But, but th- that... Either the way. Goal, the goal... The, the the goal or what's happening uh, in this country, this goal to deculturalize, it's not just an attack on the biblical narrative, um, but what it is is it's a it's trying to, it's a goal trying to control the population. Well, yeah, but Be- but but if you were saying earlier that one thing that was put in place for the purpose of population control, not even necessarily a negative thing, but just to provide a moral code were these these moral and spiritual standards. So then why would they now um, try to remove that aspect of culture in order to control the population? Because there are, there are many aspects of uh, that moral code that don't gel. It's not like everybody's on the same team here. Mm-hmm. There are many aspects of that of, of that moral code that do not gel or that interfere with certain 
uh, with certain agents and certain groups what their goals are. Okay. All right. And so that is why it is being undermined. Uh, the your the higher authority. The reason why the higher authority is being attacked is um, is because that if you can cast down somebody's somebody's god. Um, but particularly, particularly, um, if you can, if you can despiritualize a person, then that means that they're more susceptible to be controlled because they'll look to you. They will look to the state. They will look to the country as their God. Do you, you, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, that is, that, that is the ultimate goal. This freedom from religion stuff is only to bring about chaos that's the only that's the it it goes back to the it goes back to the things in which that people want to do without shame even though everybody can be doing it you're still going to have shame player well, because they'll say that freedom they'll, they won't yeah, say it's to bring about chaos it's about it's about freedom we have this one life on this earth yeah why should we not be that, free to do what we want to do that's what that here yeah, right that's what they say but that is chaos that will be chaos mm-hmm. because if everybody did what they wanted to do what stops me from going and taking what you got but that's mm-hmm. and that's luciferianism yeah, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. that is luciferianism and and so Anarchy. yeah and so um which is yeah yeah uh, you can just look the, at Mogadishu and other places where there's anarchy. But let's well, go a little bit further Somalia. into into Miss Daniel's comments because well, 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 I just want to say like oh. the whole thing about in God we trust. All, what what that what that is doing again? I, I guess you can kind of already get what I'm saying. But just to be clear, that is trying to allude to a higher uh, moral code that fights against the despiritualization that is happening of society. And clearly this is done in light of all of the um, crazy things that have been going on as far as like people, you know, people being slaughtered like this um, to pe- for, for people to be able to then stand up and have an affront on this biblical narrative purely because it makes them feel guilty Right. Purely because it makes them feel guilty. You have to be accountable. Yeah. yeah it, to be purely because it makes them feel like they have to be held accountable, and they don't want to be held yeah. accountable, is creating the gateway. It is creating the gateway for all of these things in which that are happening in society. If I want to do as I will, then I can take an AR-15 and I can go mold down all these kids in high school. I can, you know, I can pull, I can carry the lunchbox to school. And and pull out the fire stick and block a blocker. I can do that. And then claim mental illness and, and say, oh, yeah. because it was, you know, it's not I can my fault. do that. I can do that, you know? And so. But similar to Mike Pence, yeah. I think Miss Daniels And there are obviously other herself. things in between, but, I, but you know. Oh, see, oh, it's either, it's either, it's either that or just getting the AR-15. Um, similar to, to, to Mike Pence, I just think that Miss Daniels um, opens herself up to ridicule. Because if you continue to read or continue to read her comments. Um, she then goes into her, you know, mentioning her gratitude for slavery. And so this is why she's in this week in the news, folks. You was wondering why I got nothing against Florida bills. That's, 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 that's their business. Yeah. I want to get um, into this part right here. So <laughs> this, her, her, she continues in her comments to then say, I'm appreciative of slavery. I'm thank No, I'm thankful for slavery. Sorry. I'm thankful for slavery. Um, because without slavery, I may have just I would I may have been somewhere in Africa right now worshiping a tree. Um, and yeah, I just so. think the, 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 the cultural ignorance of that statement, though, there it, there is some validity to it where in terms of she might not necessarily be a quote unquote Christian. Right. OK, I can I can follow you if you're saying without slavery, me as a 
an American of African descent may not be a Christian. Okay, I can follow you there. If you would have stopped there and said, you know, I'm thankful because I get to know the Lord. And the reason I get to know the Lord is because my family was enslaved. Boom. If she stops there, I'm good. But to then insinuate that an entire continent of nearly a billion people are all running around worshiping trees is the reason why the black church has lost so many people to the hotep and conscious crowd because of the cultural ignorance of those in leadership. Because by the way, as we mentioned earlier, she is a licensed minister. She preaches sermons, runs Sunday services, all the like. You can go to the link and see her preaching on Sunday mornings. But, but I think the cultural ignorance to make that kind of a statement again, puts her in this, in a similar boat because you open yourself up to mockery and ridicule because if I already have a particular you know, stance with black church and then I hear this statement, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I'm good. Why Why come back? Well, well actually, uh, if one um, uh, celebrates Christmas, particularly with trees, they do worship trees, but... That's but like it would be the Christians, not the animists. So there's, so there's that, or but, ancestral supposed worshippers in the continent of Africa. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, you know, I wanted to, I, want, I, I really wanted to jump on that. And Jeremiah speaks against those trees, by the way. But go ahead. Come on. Um, but that was thousands of years before. Moving right along. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, I, I really wanted to, wanted to jump in this part um, and just speak to uh, uh, some things in regard to this because um, when when we look at when we look at uh, people who originate, um, or we 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 credit as being originated from the continent, uh, and then we look at the uh, the things the things of uh, the things of uh, of God um, as related to the Bible um, that we know in our culture or are familiar with in our culture, and when we look at the Bible, and then we look at Africa, and we see this at odds thing, and we look at the Bible and people. We 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 accredit it to the Caucasian. Um, we say, oh, that's a white man's religion, um, or 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 if we do accept it, we either um, have these pictures of um, a Caucasian man who, in which we reference as our or use as a symbol for our savior, or even in the, looking at um, a lot of uh, European art art that is credited to come from the Renaissance and. Um, Things Madonna and Child, either paintings or sculptures, um, um, bronze art, ceramic art, um, stuff that Michelangelo did, Michelangelo's David, um, da, uh, um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, and all these all these paintings and frescoes and uh, Raphael and all that. And and you see, we see Caucasian men. You know, we see Caucasian men, and so Sistine Chapel, yes. Sistine Chapel, and then you you have the Pope, and you have Roman Catholicism, and then missionaries, right? And missionaries going to uh, the continent and a lot of underdeveloped nations, mm-hmm. and um, setting up setting up uh, outposts and burning the uh, the local uh, ancestral um, uh, uh, items and preaching the gospel. Um, we tend to think that it is a white man's religion or a Caucasian man's religion, and that um, it is not. It was forced upon us, and there's. I just, I just want to just let people know that actually, when it comes to um, when it comes to the biblical narrative, all of that takes place uh, and originates um, from 
uh, people of darker complected skin tones, people of darker complected skin tones who walk through not only what we call the continent of Africa, but also walk through um, uh, Western Asia. Now we call that the Middle East. Um, They walk through Europe. They walked every where yep. and the lines in which that we look at and the map in which that we look at are maps that were drawn by caucasians caucasians draw those lines caucasians draw the line between Mizraim or what they call and now we call egypt and 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 western asia between the nile and the euphrates river and and they they do that but we 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 come from all of those areas and so when we when we say that the the Bible, the biblical narrative for the gospel is a white man's religion. What we're doing is we're casting, we're, we're looking at a facsimile, something that comes from people who look like you and then adopted and remixed books of the Bible taken out that will incriminate them. In addition to that, when you look at the migration patterns Mm -hmm. of the continent of Africa and how many groups of people came originally from Eastern and in Northeast Africa, uh, West, Mm -hmm. West way before our ancestors were picked up. And even when those quote unquote white missionaries did arrive, there were ethnic groups from the Limba in South Africa to the Igbo in in modern day Nigeria and all throughout the continent that were, that were uh, circumcising their boys Mm -hmm. and that were doing a lot of Mm -hmm. things that we see in the old Testament. And so even the people who say, okay, we know it's not a white man's religion, but Christianity was in East Africa. It did not touch our ancestors. That's only a partial truth Mm -hmm. because a lot of these folks were practicing uh, the Judeo, what, what we now call the Judeo, part of of judeo-christianity from these particular parts of west africa where our ancestors were snatched this is not this this is not uh, a propaganda this this, is actual fact yes yes they're there we we want all worshiping trees is what i'm trying to get at and that's why that statement i think is so culturally ignorant yes and which would open the door for the hotep crowd because you you have the hotep crowd saying how can black people be christians y'all are foolish and then you hear this, right? Then you hear this. It would, it, it like it literally just like says, go right along, go on over and and listen to what they have to say because it's clear that I have no desire, right, to be culturally conscious to to not realize that a this is not a quote unquote, and I even I don't even really hate that term, the white man's religion, but you know, for lack of a better term, right? To also understand, I, I pulled up a um, no religion. And, what religion originates? Um, in Europe, there are some, but the, even the major three religions are at the so, intersection of Africa, Asia, and that part of the world is where these religions are. In. So it doesn't even. There is no white man's religion. See, but I don't even look at it from the religious standpoint. Well, I, we're I, talking I, about religion. Well, no, and, I mean, but her her final statement, I look at it from a cultural standpoint because yeah. you would never hear someone say, "I would just be up in Europe worshiping a tree." You see what I'm saying? Because we have a particular perspective in which we view yeah, people that look like you. From Europe too, by the way, but Caucasian culture. You yeah, know, uh-huh, yeah. I'm not going to get into semantics, but we, we we have mm-hmm. a particular viewpoint of that culture, so we would never say that. Even though they were barbarians, most of the Germanic countries were barbarian, but we don't say that. 
we will say that about Africa because in some way, shape, or form, we think that they just all swinging from trees, right? I, I wouldn't be doing that. Thank God for slavery. I think yeah. that's that's so short sighted. Well, you know, and, and I w- she's been indoctrinated, and she's a a woman of of age. And at this point, one aged. would think she's an aged woman, and one would think at this point she might have looked out at the world once or twice and concluded, no, uh, my people didn't come from Ooga Booga folks climbing <laughs> from and worshiping trees and, and banging on their chests. Yeah, I think it's just Dr. David Daniels well, did an interview um, talking about the permeation of Christianity into the continent of Africa. And I just wanted to make that point because a lot of times we like to relegate Christianity to that intersection and to East Africa, you know, Ethiopia. Yes. yes. Christianity was well deep into Central and South Central. South Central. Yeah. <laughs> the southern part of Central yeah, yeah. Africa. I know, right? It was Ice Cube and all of them was in there worshiping God. <laughs> but into Central Africa, along many of the trade routes, there are a lot of historical artifacts that were found that still were in line with the quote unquote Judeo Christian heritage. So I think this notion that there were just a couple of spots in the on the coast of North Africa and in Ethiopia, and those were the only Christians on the continent, I think is again it's short-sighted and it continues to perpetuate that lens that Avery was talking about where oh no I'm looking at yes. this through a Caucasian European lens and and clearly believers in the Messiah because because Christ is a Greek word mm-hmm. Christ is a Greek word mm-hmm. right so um that term doesn't necessarily originate from the continent per se mm. uh which is why I don't even like using the term. Ooh. Um, oh, you about to you about to get crucified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, it, it I admittedly, admittedly, uh, I, you know. So his it, name is not Jesus. No, nah, it's not it's Christ, comma Jesus. It's not his name. <laughs> nah, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's pronounced different ways. Different people say different things, but it certainly doesn't start with a J. Right. <laughs> he's certainly not labeled Christ. Right. Or Christos. That's. That is uh that is a from So let's just go ahead and put this out here. He is Yeshua the anointed one. That's actually his name. Well, yeah. The anointed one is actually a title. There's Yeshua. Yeah, nobody speaks ancient did, did, ancient Israel uh, ancient uh Hebrew anymore, but we're doing the best we yeah. can with well, that name. Yeah, you don't speak well, ancient Hebrew? There's there's <laughs> ja- I do all the time. There's Yeshua, there's Yahushua, there's Esau. People don't know when they say Easter joke, Easter this, Easter that. I wonder how many people actually know they're invoking the name of the Messiah when they mm, say that. Mm. I bet y'all stop your know hashtags that? now. Did you know that? Like, I don't. It's not necessarily French, but it's it's West African. Um, I, it might be French, and, but and that's another thing. Esau, it, no, it's it's Arabic. That's what it is. It's but, Aramaic. Aramaic. But that's yeah. but that's an, an additional thing. In addition to the migration patterns that were mentioned earlier, you have these language. You have the 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 Hebrew, ancient Hebrew. Where there's a difference between what's spoken now, language families and traces of linguistics throughout the continent of Africa that shows that migration has taken place. And even when the Portuguese came and they were the earliest to come from Europe to Africa to quote unquote even. Evangelize, yes, that bumped, is correct. They bumped directly into some some things that were slightly familiar. That is exactly correct. People don't realize that when they read the Bible, and you see the and they Ethiopian came down through eunuch, North Africa. The Ethiopian eunuch was reading the Old Testament, and he was well versed in the Old Testament already. Like he was reading the Book of Isaiah as someone who was well versed in it. He merely asked Philip to articulate what this is saying, but it wasn't like I don't know what's going on. So I think we just gotta, you know, to really get back to Miss Daniel's comments here. 
is we have to no longer, you know, be people who are not just biblically ignorant and spiritually ignorant. Uh-oh. But I think we can we can't get by as people who are culturally ignorant as well. And I think, you know, believers, you know, one of our biggest Achilles heels um, in Christendom, so to speak, is being culturally ignorant. You know, we're. You know, I've I've heard the stories where missionaries go overseas and preach an American gospel. And it's like you're culturally ignorant when you do things like that. And I think that, you know, comments like, oh, I appreciate slavery because I didn't want to be worshiping a tree. It just continues to perpetuate that kind of mindset. So, of course, it doesn't speak to her triple great grandmother who would look back at her and say, what? You know, know, so she's, you know, she didn't even experience slavery to even be able to say. Exactly. I'm thankful for slavery. What? And and. And there's there's evidence. Um, still doing my research, yeah. but there's evidence uh, that, and it goes back to something I was saying earlier. Not everybody, mm-hmm. not everybody originates like our skin tone yeah. is here directly because of slavery. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. Some of us came from Europe. Just look at 1616. Like you had this indentured servitude. And you had you had people. It wasn't just Caucasians. You had people of our skin tone. Well, you think they just happened to? They they catch a ship over here from? <laughs> like it came through Europe. Some people did come through um, from the continent directly. Some people walked. Some people were here already. Like it wasn't just everybody just came and changed. And we know about humanity's wealthiest man, Mansa Musa, who had sent delegations here, who landed in yeah. Central America and never returned. So you know, yeah. again, the, I think the whole point and the principle of the matter, which um, was alluded to earlier by Avery, is critical thinking. Mm. Let's not be sufferers of Stockholm syndrome and yeah. passive uh, people who who just, you know, look at ourselves through the eyes of others like the lawmaker in Florida. Let's actually think critically about the information that's put before us instead of just regurgitating and cloning ourselves after those perspectives. So anybody interested, I would just encourage you. There's a couple of books um, I'd encourage you. Um, one is called The um, uh, impact on the African impact on the Christian mind. Um, and the other one is um, black in the Bible, I believe it's called. <sighs> Shoot, I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook links. But again, it's to kill that notion that there is no uh, African essence, you know, in, in the scriptures. And I think that we have to, oh, we, we, you know, we can't get by on cultural ignorance any longer. I think it, you know, it like Mike Pence, the issue with Mike Pence, I think it, you know, it makes the it can allow the name of God to be blasphemed amongst unbelievers when we continue to uh, perpetuate cultural ignorance. But and let me add to that, they came before Columbus by Dr. Ivan Van Sertima and there are other resources. What we were just giving you guys a few. Yeah. There are other resources that talk about the pervasiveness of melanated people on this yeah, planet absolutely. and help you to not just look at this one narrative that says somebody was beaten down as a slave and here you are. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Exactly. And, and also people need to look at, people look up Olmec statues, uh, O-L-M-E-C, yeah. uh, Olmec statues in Mexico. Um, and you look at them, and they look you know, African. I'm, yeah, looking, look I'm like, looking at an Olmec head right now. Yeah, they look like a they look like our Amadi host, Williams. Amadi. And, <laughs> and if you look, you look at the Olmec statues. They 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 those statues were here. I, I didn't Ivan Van Sutterman talk about these the Olmec yes. statues mm-hmm. and um, the Sentinels. The Sentinels from the X Men are based off the Olmec statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the faces of the Sentinels, those robots, they they are modeled after the Olmec. 
the old mixed statues. So to to quote the great King Solomon, I'll say, I'm black, but I'm beautiful. Um, Watch that's, out. That's in the book of Proverbs, by the way. That's in the, y'all didn't think that was in the in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Too pro black, bro. So um, we uh, we thank y'all for rocking with us this week. We hope we didn't get too too pro black. But Miss Daniels, she pushed us to that point, man. You know, I gotta. I don't know. Sometimes I just kind of cultural ignorance kind of started rubbing me the wrong way these I last these, these last couple of years, man. Yep. So, Snaps. but we Snaps. do we do appreciate everybody who rocked with us this time around. Um, as always, you know, no matter what we're talking about, politics, faith, race, whatever, we are going to keep God in the mix. So until the next time, this is AJ for Avery and Eve saying peace. Peace. Let's get started, I won't cheat you Let me set apart who is my people The ones who set in their heart to be believers Press on to the mark to follow Jesus When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten Or help them see the meaning when they...